I'm Tim Kittrow, and you're tuned in to the Important Nonsense Podcast with Steve Bonham. Attention, Alan Hearn's mom. His knee is better. <laughs> you can stop worrying. Neil Smith. Even with the concussion, as long as he's cleared, probably don't have a better option. Jack Kavanaugh. Raheem Moster, as I would like to call him. And Jason Draven. Nah, man. Just let's watch some football. Boom shakalaka. All right, welcome in, everybody. It is the Important Nonsense Podcast, a very unique Important Nonsense Podcast. If you're watching along on the video version, which is releasing the exact same time as the audio, then uh, you can see everything that's happening. And if you're not, go do that. Go to our YouTube page and watch everything that's happening. Uh, So you can see everybody that's with me here. Of course, I'm joined, as always, by Neil. Neil, say hello to the people. Hello, people. (laughs) I'm joined by Aiden Ware again. Aiden. Hey, nice to be back, guys. Uh, Jack Cavanaugh. Hello, hello, hello. And Jordan McDonald. How's it going, everybody? All right, so we have the five of us here. We also have five other staff members uh, from Important Nonsense, and we will be doing a mock draft for everybody. It is 12-team PPR, and it is the same rules we normally go by. One quarterback, two running back. Three wideouts, a tight end, flex, kicker, and defense with six bench spots. So the number one pick is going to be auto pick. The number 12 pick is going to be auto pick. And I am going to spin the wheel here to randomly assign everybody else their spots. Good luck, everyone. Oh, Bucks brought in another kicker. Uh, Titans kicker Ryan Suckup. Breaking news on the kicker front. (laughs) Breaking kicker news. Kicker front, eh? That's uh, seems like a useful thing to be subscribed to. Huge numbers on kicker front. <laughs> Huge numbers. I need to claim that name before anyone else does now. Yeah, kickerfront.com. This won't air for a few days, so you've got time. Own that uh, domain name. Can we talk about how sad I am about, about that Le'Veon Bell article that came out? <laughs> Have you no. seen the picture, though? Like, they're saying he right. looks out of shape. He is not out of shape. The guy is jacked. I think two things can be true, right? Like, he can be not as explosive and still be jacked. That is true. But he can be physically in shape and still not in good football shape. shape. Yeah. But at the same time, remember in uh, Pittsburgh when it was, oh, he's such a patient runner, really follows his block, sets it up, and now it's, oh, he's slow behind his blockers. I think Gase is just looking to get rid of Bell, and he's talking badly about no. him. So the fans don't get no. us. Adam Gase on a running back out of a franchise? Uh, you get right out of town, sir. I've never heard such slander in my life. They're going back to the Balage and Gore by committee. Yes, oh. exactly. You'll love to see it. Because it. it's mix all Adam it. Gase can do. It's all he knows. Mix in a little bit of uh, LaMichael Pirine. Good to go. Yeah. I wish I can make as much money as Adam Gase makes and be as bad at my job as Adam Gase is. I've been saying for years I went to the wrong field. I should have gone into either coaching or meteorology. It's the only <laughs> place that you can be consistently wrong and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So uh, just for the audio listener, the uh, number one and number 12 picks are auto picks. We have Mark Baker uh, from our redraft team picking second, Jordan picking third, I'm picking fourth. Mason from our waiver team picking fifth. Neil at six. Kevin from the redraft team at seven. Matt from the dynasty team at eight. Jack nine. 
the nerd 10 and then aiden 11 so here we go all right let's see what mark does all right so huge shock christian mccaffrey goes one what do you guys think about mccaffrey at one uh rigged (laughs) we would have had to start this whole thing over if it was like mahomes oh where do i want to do this there's only two options i'm looking at here so uh saquon went number two Again, Just because it's PPR, I'm going to go the obvious choice. Camara, okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So that leaves me with an easy Clyde choice. Edwards Hilaire. Right. Oh, <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, we all know the nerds are going to take him at 10. Like... No, well, we talked about this because the last time that we did a mock that Aiden put up on the website earlier yeah. today, I believe, wasn't it? Yes, yep. sir. Um, Matt ended up getting CEH like late in the second round because nobody wanted it. So (laughs) now he's actually in the back end of the first round when he kind of should be going according to ADP. So hopefully that's what he does or he uses this to his advantage and takes CEH in the second round again. Well, if I think he'll (laughs) go the, the auto drafter at 12, We'll take him because he's near the top. So I think that they'll just right. take. So if nobody takes him in the first out of the actual drafters, he'll just go to the auto team. Good point. Good point. The auto picks last time messed with us, which is kind of why I wanted him to bookend here. The uh, Dalvin Cook pick, I think, is pretty interesting. I don't know. Is it? So I, you guys know me. I'm the biggest Dalvin Cook truther. Took that victory lap. You guys are welcome if you drafted him last year. But. Didn't keep him in the Golden League, though. <laughs> Threw him back. I, uh, I don't know. The reason is because of what I was about to say, which is the um, that report that came out from Adam Schefter. And I was just wondering if anyone else was worried about that, about how based on the CBA, like they have to report to camp, but they can do the hold in thing. And if Dalvin Cook doesn't have a contract, Adam Schefter tweeted out that he'd be very concerned drafting him in the first round this year. Well, so that chance he's that, re- that report was Adam Schefter, the fantasy football player, not Adam Schefter reporting it as news. So it's important to remember those two distinctions. And he yeah. did say that when he made the quote. So I'm not really worried about it. I think the Vikings are going to give him a contract. Uh, but it's the same thing with Joe Mixon. He has migraines, right. maybe. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. has migraines. Maybe, maybe he's just not playing right now. So yeah, that's kind I of don't know. scared me off of both those guys because they're going so high in drafts and. Well, have you seen Kamara's tweets too? He keeps tweeting subliminally like uh, Stefan Diggs used to. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry for what I'm about to do. It's like, is he going to hold out? I don't know. I don't know. Sounds Maybe he know. means he's sorry what he's going to do to opposing defenses. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> also, also, take that evil out of here because I have Alvin Kamara in a keeper league. A long time keeper league. I'm counting on Alvin Kamara. All right. So you oh. don't put that into the universe. <laughs> Just as we say it, Joe Mixon off the board. All right, okay. Jack's going to take Jonathan Taylor. Uh, that's looking to repeat a strong performance from the not, last mock. I am taking Mr. Derrick Henry because he uh, is the only the only correct passes. choice. Yeah. So after I took Zeke, there was Josh Delvin Shaker Cook instantly, and then Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon to Matt. Jack took Derrick Henry, and then Josh Jacobs to the nerd. And now it's Aiden for basically back-to-back picks because he's got the uh, 
the auto in between. There it goes. Wow. And there it is. There it is. The two picks none of us would have taken. (laughs) DEH and Tyree Kill to the auto pick. Good. So Julio goes to Aiden. these running backs so much why do you hate running backs i hate these running backs he wants to take digs here For those of you not playing along, we'll make fun of them he's referring to miles sanders Kenyon drake austin eckler and nick chubb and aaron jones so send your hate mail to at ff aware yes <laughs> send all the hate mail because you just you just poo pooed like everybody's favorite toys on the internet well if you read the don't draft draftless today you understand my hatred for austin eckler um, Kenyon Drake, I think, is going to be a bigger committee than people realize. Miles Sanders, I'm not convinced is that good, honestly. Um, I was rewatching his game film, and there's some times where he just misses wide open lanes for him. Um, Nick good. Chubb, I like a lot. I just feel like this might be a little early in a PPR league for him. And Aaron Jones, I'm a little down on because it's going to be a committee. And... You know, he did it on 19 touchdowns last year, and I just don't see that happening again. So I can get behind all of those statements except Nick Chubb, who you'd be getting at RB10. I can't support that statement. Everything else I was fine with. Settles with Chris Godwin. Now, I would be shocked if the nerd doesn't go Chubb here and just goes Jacob's Chubb. I don't know. He's got Eckler right there, too, though. Oh, that's true. Kelsey! 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 What? 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 This guy. Okay. All right. We don't really, like, have a drug testing policy and important nonsense, but I might have to implement one uh, in the offseason here. Agreed. This is the third draft where the nerd has done some (laughs) wackamimi, just weird stuff. (laughs) All right. Well, now I got to believe that Jack goes with his boy, right? I mean – Nick Chubb. Yeah, I, I would have been comfortable taking him instead of Derrick Henry. I, I made the right choice taking Derrick Henry, but I'm not upset if I take Nick Chubb there. So, yeah, this is an easy pick for me. Stack those running backs. That's a good oh, one, too. Okay. I'm thinking this is either Nuke or Kenyon Drake coming back to Matt. I like how this board is shaking out. Miles Sanders. Sure. Another, another robust running back. <laughs> I kind I thought that that might be where you went. That you're that high Sanders? on Miles Sanders that you might take him over Chubb. Uh, I am much higher on Chubb. Well, okay. much. I'm like three or four spots higher on Chubb. I have Chubb. That's fair. I rotate between Chubb and Dalvin Cook as my RB uh, six seven pretty often, and I've got Derrick Henry RB five, obviously. I, I think I'm going to be okay here with my pick but I think Neil's going to put me in a rough spot. I'm so happy not to be picking near Neil again. It's like we've done two other mock drafts. We've been too close. Oh, well, that makes my life right, so easier. Kevin, I was, Kevin goes I was, with DeAndre Hopkins. I was, re- I was actually wrestling with that a little bit. Um, so he's got uh, Nuke and Adams to start his board. So that's a decent start for him. So Neil already has Michael Thomas in the sixth spot. And you have to start three wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me what I have to do. <laughs> I, I'm not. The rules are telling you what you have to do. I'm going to have to pull the trigger on care. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to pull the trigger. Yeah, on see, it. that's that's what yeah. I was saying. He was I, my I, running back choice. I'm going to have to pull. I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. So it's. So you put me in a tough spot. Yeah. Aren't you worried taking about Ken- that? Aren't you worried Kenyon- about that walking boot? 
Well, for no. the purposes of, of the actual audio, uh, people who are actually listening to this and aren't looking at what we're saying, I select Kenyon Drake for, with my second pick. Uh, he'll be my starting running back. And in a league like this where I have to play two, but I have to play three wide receivers, I will survive with Kenyon Drake. I am not overly worried about the walking boot because I also fully intend to overpay for Chase Edmonds here at some point to make sure that you get them both. So that would be my strategy with owning Drake this year. I'd argue if you're going to go that route, you have to have them both. Completely Drake. Uh, I was just going to say, I completely agree with you, especially given the, the coach speak coming out of training camp about Chase Edmonds and, you know, Kenyon Drake, they don't seem to think he can be a bell cow. And this is the, what, second coaching staff that didn't think he'd be a bell cow. Um, I look, at Jack's, be a... look at Jack's face because people can't see the video. Jack, Jack hates everything <laughs> that we're both. Jack is so <laughs> – Jack is dismissing us and judging us so hard. It's hard to, like – He's just looking at the sky, like looking off, like, no, nah, Neil and Aiden are morons. Like, nah, nah, nah. No, I, no, I love Kenyon Drake. I'm a big Kenyon Drake fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of the talent for sure. Yeah, I me just, too. The workload is a concern. Right, which is why I feel like you, you need them both. You're going to yeah. have to do it. And as long as you get them both, I think you'll, you'll be more than fine. I really do think they're going to lead the league in plays run as well. So there's more than enough meat on that bone for both those running backs to eat. I'd say there's every chance that's, you're right about that. Yeah, that's definitely you are, fair. They want to do that. It's, so not like an Alexander, it. it's not like an Alexander Madison situation where, like, he's probably not going to play a whole lot when Cook is healthy. It's like, uh, no, these book guys both have, like, 15 carry, 20 carry upside. Uh, Steve takes Mike Evans. I like that for where we are in the draft. Yeah, Mike Evans is my number four wide receiver in my PPR yeah. rankings. I so. was Mike like Evans so. so late. So to get him at wide receiver seven, I feel pretty good about. Uh, right after me, Jordan got Austin Eckler with Alvin Kamara. better in PPR now because now that Mike Williams is out, I think he'll get a lot more of, of that target share. Right. Um, but we'll see. And now I'm up again. Um, Mark went quick with DJ Moore, and that's exactly who I wanted again. So that's another wide receiver that just got plucked for me. Yeah, he got Galladay and DJ Moore back-to-back. So I love yeah. that combo he put together there. To go with Saquon, he's looking great at yeah. three picks in. Oh, my God. I'm not like <laughs> I Wrapped in a glass case. Well, I mean, this is, this is the tough spot to be in because I yeah. still see – two guys on the board that are in my top 10 at wide receiver. I think I'm just going to take one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There goes one. There goes one. Yep. So I could take another top 10 wide receiver here, or given the, the size of the league, I could go running back to try to avoid the cliff. When it comes back around, yeah, see, I feel like you still have Kevin, who hasn't taken a running back at all, and Aiden. So there's going to be at least two running backs that go off the board before it comes back to me. So I'm just going to take... Oh, you have this. Yeah, that, that, because that was literally what I was about to do. So I hate you. So I've got Zeke and Todd Gurley to go with Mike Evans, and I feel really strong about that start. No, that's really good. Uh, you guys were in the player profiler prayer, yeah, player profiler earlier about Todd Gurley. I love Todd Gurley this year. Absolutely. And it's hard not to like Todd Gurley this year. Oh, the you, internet seems to find a way. You, you have to yeah. really look for ways to not Washed. like Todd Gurley. Washed. Washed. And there goes Carson. So now it's on Neil. 
some decent options available. Well, there's there still a cu- again. There's still options. a couple okay running back options mm-hmm. to be your running back too. But I'm very concerned for the outlook of Kevin and Aiden's team with no running backs right now. There are, and yeah, I might have a choice to make if it keeps going like this. I am going to do what I love to do. Oh, come on, you could have James Conner. He's a top 10 talent <laughs> if he's healthy. Oh. Thank oh, you Robert man. Woods. Okay. Robert Robert Woods is one of two wide receivers on the board that I was like, I might have to go with third receiver if they make it back to me. Yeah, and Robert Woods is too much of a value per my rankings to let go here. Um, there's probably no way he was coming back to me and a pair – I have to play three wide receivers, and, and when I, you're starting with Michael Thomas, for me, this is the way this is going to go. Yep. Michael Thomas, Robert Woods, and I'll, I'll figure out the rest as we go. I figured out that we, like, at Important Odds, says love Robert Woods, so I, every time we do these mocks, he never falls to me. Nope. Always gets Robert Woods will never fall on an Important Nonsense <laughs> mock. There's too many truthers. You'll never get around. Uh, but I know in every other draft I do, I'll probably have a ton of Robert Woods share. I'll own Robert Woods in any league I play that isn't that isn't run by important nonsense or affiliated yep. with it. I'll own him in every one. And I'll love my and life he, all and season. He, and even some of the important nonsense leagues, like this one. <laughs> yep, even yeah. a couple. Yeah. Kevin's going to have to go running back, yes, because he's got Nuke and D-Hop. So he's got – Well, I mean, he can, or he can just dominate wide receiver. That's fair. There's a couple right. of these I mean, right now he's got available. my number three wide out in Adams – and my number five wide out in Hopkins, and Cooper Cup is my number seven wide out and is still on the board. You have got Adams Cooper down Cup. at three. Wow, why do you hate Monte Adams? Because he loves Julio Jones. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, well, well, hold on. For the record, I do not love Julio Jones. Let's just uh, get that out there publicly. How do you not love Julio Jones? Over history, he has burned me several times, so it's hard to love Julio Jones. But this oh, no, season I, we have an understanding. Oh yeah, that I, that I am willing, I am willing to be all right with Julio Jones. Oh, Kevin's gonna time out in a staff mock. Kevin, no, don't do it. <laughs> oh, he made oh, he it. took Juju. He made it. I think I, I, think I, I think I pickled him with Robert Woods. Yeah. And Matt goes <laughs> with Lamar. And and to be fair, Juju was my second highest wide receiver left available so ew what compared to everything else out there right now there's one guy that i think is there's a couple decent cooper cup is still out there uh calvin ridley's still out there it's a little early for that same with aj brown and dk metcalf but they're still out there too there's some decent wide receiver options out there still yes wide receivers deep there's about to deep position, which is running why. back is about to go off at a complete and utter cliff, but we don't talk about that, right? <laughs> especially because I am going to take a running back because wide receiver is so James, deep. You're going to take James Conner. You're going to do it. I, no, I don't. I will never draft him. <laughs> we talked. We, we, somebody brought it up. Somebody brought. Look, why is James Conner the best running back available on sleeper? I don't understand. <laughs> They've got James Conner ahead of David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette, Jonathan Taylor. Why? Because his ADP why? is twenty two and a half on sleeper. Okay, well, again, why? Like yeah. what? End why? of the second like, round. Why? On popular the, opinion, I would take James Conner over Jonathan Taylor. Well, I'm not taking either. I am taking Uncle Len Leonard Fournette. Yeah, that's smart. That is smart. Smart. 
So now my running backs are Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Leonard Fournette through three rounds. I really did think about going receiver, but there's just Who wants so to hear my Leonard Fournette stat for the 400th time this offseason? I do, I do. That's a good one. Over the last three years, only three running backs have finished every year top 12 in points per game in PPR. And it's Zeke, Alvin Kamara, and Leonard Fournette. There you go. You're welcome. There goes James Conner. Why? So this it's is the nerd. I, I, yeah, why? I, oh, I do not like his team at all. I'm gonna start it's... sending him hate messages on on Discord in a second here. <laughs> like, so uh... this is where your boy finds himself in a bit of a in a bit of a predicament because Adam Thielen is still there, and I have him as a top ten PPR wide receiver. Uh... Mm. Y'all are. <laughs> good Look, you're, if your analysis is to boo people picking Juju, then what did you expect yeah. back? <laughs> well, what were you expecting in return? But the difference between Juju and Adam Thielen is Adam Thielen's good at football. Oh, is oh, he? Could... <laughs> Hashtag is analysis. He? Hashtag <laughs> analysis, my friend. I don't have Adam so, Thielen in the top 20, God. let alone the top 10. Why do people I... think Aiden's got like a rage problem on the internet? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, why, why do they, I don't understand? Such I a nice think person. Adam Thielen. My thing with Thielen is it doesn't feel good, but I feel like you have to have him in the top 20 just because he's going to get fed targets because that Vikings defense got worse. The, and that, he's the, the only real receiver there. Like, Jefferson's still running with the second team, so it's like, yeah. Uh, he's going to get fed, and it sucks, but it's a good pick. I'm going to have to take David Johnson just as I need a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, and Adam Thielen made it back to me. He did. Oh, I'm happy. Gordon, Le'Veon Bell both go. Oh, Apparently, yes. Sleeper isn't aware that the Broncos lost their right tackle, and Melvin Gordon is dealing with a rib injury he picked up in camp, and he's been si- hey, he hasn't been taking any reps. They Dotson now. They have Demar Dotson. They're okay. They actually did that. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. signed Demar Dotson. <laughs> they actually did that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, back to Thielen for a second. I just, unlike other like kind of slack guys who have to like Juju Smith-Schuster, for example, who oh, kind of had oh, Antonio Charles Brown, DJ Chark over Cooper Cup and Calvin Ridley. I am. So okay. he did this. He did this in the last mock as well. <laughs> he's a truther. So you know Calvin he's going to really... go. He's going to go Gardner Minshew fairly soon as well. <laughs> yeah, no one went. No one went Gardner round one. Where's our uh, disappointing? Uh, I could buy. I could buy Bud Light if I really wanted it, which I don't. So uh, <laughs> I hope somebody in one of my drafts does that. I really do because that means it's going to be an easy win. I'm gonna if somebody in our draft, one of our drafts, I will mock oh. you for the rest of time, like mercilessly. I... So it's really tempting for me to go Jonathan Taylor here. Even I know I can't play I know. him. You know he wants it. You know I want it. However, I can't. I mean, you play. got the upside though. Yeah. It's between that and making the smart decision and taking a receiver. Especially with a couple of decent receivers still available. There's a ton of still good receivers I like. Yeah, in PPR scoring right now on Fantasy Pros, the ADP for Adam Thielen is wide receiver 14. So for you to take him at 13 is not absurd, Aiden, Well, it, no, it, compared it, to the rest it, of the industry. It made more sense when you got David Johnson first and then he came back to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and again, I was just going to say, there, we have these like moments of fantasy where a team loses like an all-star receiver that like, pulls the number one coverage and then the next guy up just can't handle that mm-hmm. Thielen can he's done it when Diggs has missed time Adam Thielen 
is a legitimate like top 20 route run on the NFL per Matt Harmon's reception perception gets open good hands makes insane catches in the end zone like Adam Thielen's a legitimate like not top tier but top end wide receiver I'd let you finish that rant rant and I drafted Odell Beckham Jr. He's my wide receiver eight right now. I think he's going to get fed targets with Baker Mayfield. He's healthy. He's looking good finally, but this doesn't mean I hate Jarvis too. I love Jarvis as well. Both of them are undervalued. Agreed. That's great value for Odell Beckham. I think. Yeah. yeah fourth I round. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. Cooper I'm Cup goes very high on Cleveland players this year as well. Like I, I agree with everything you said. Cooper uh, Cup goes immediately after me with Odell Beckham. Kevin takes Mark Andrews. Kevin's is going no no running back. He's going zero RB. Yeah, zero RB. I thought he was going to take Jonathan Taylor, and now I'm like, now I'm making decisions. <laughs> it's like I was like, that's never going to be real. So I already knew what I was going to do, and now Jonathan Taylor is like sitting here in my lap, like, hmm. I never thought he would get past Jack, and he did because Jack's got all the running backs. It was hard. If we had an extra flex spot, it would have been an easy pick, but. Yeah, but I need a second running back, and we're starting to run out of options. So there's, we're talking about Singletary's two. on the board. It's right oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. There's two running backs on the board that I like right now. Rojo is still available. So high, and I love it. There's <laughs> so high. One, two, three. Yeah, I got to go running back because there's like four or five wide receivers that'll come back that could come back to me. It's just the way the board's shaking out. We're gonna do it. Give me Taylor. Bring it on home. Jonathan Taylor is my RB2. I love it. Love my life right now at running back. Kenyon Drake and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Like we, hey, he's, we, he's dropping hey, will be good. You're not worried about that? No. No, not really. That was, ne- that was never his role on the team. So, <laughs> Not a thing I worry about. His role on the team is to get 250 carries and average six there you go. carry on them. No. <laughs> <laughs> and to at some point freight train some corner that is dumb enough to try and tackle him and end up on SportsCenter. <laughs> oh yeah. Good thing Jalen Ramsey's out of that division now because he'd be making some business decisions. <laughs> Try it once and they're like, ah, ah, never again. I don't, uh, never, never again. I don't want that smoke. Cortland Sutton, I like that. It's a really That's solid a choice. Pick. That's a good pick to go with Mike yeah. Evans. He was my best wide receiver available yeah. at that point. Yeah, I'm doing I, the same. I'm doing the same exact same move. Calvin Ridley, I like that too. He was yeah. on my. I, I almost took him over Jonathan Taylor. There goes DK, David Montgomery, and the auto AJ pick. Brown. Lock it. Back to Jordan. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to probably disappoint you guys. I am not as high on Scary Terry as everybody else is. Well, you're wrong. <gasps> I know, I know, but <laughs> Jordan, that, here. I know. That doesn't disappoint me because I'm the guy picking behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you don't want to be high on Scary Terry, you go right ahead. Yeah, you go I mean, ahead and take T.Y. Hilton. I mean, I... How dare you! It's stupid. I'm just saying that I'm not, I don't feel great about it. Unbelievable. All right. Here's this guy that I hate, but I'm going to draft anyway. Just no, I don't hate him. Just despite... I don't think he should be going as high as, as people think he is. But So I, I have... My tier three of wide receivers it goes from Kenny Galladay at 10 all the way to Calvin Ridley at 21. And to me, in the projections, all of those guys are basically a coin flip. Mm-hmm. That, that all of those guys could finish anywhere in that 10 to 21 range. And, and they're just part like, so I'm fine with you taking Ridley because that's your guy. He definitely could finish 
top 10, top 12. And he could also finish down near 20. Same thing for McLaurin. He's in that same cluster. Um, McLaurin's good at football. So now... An Aiden analysis. <laughs> exactly. McLaurin was going to be my pick, but now there's just so much value at wide receiver still. I don't know Take if your, I should go back to running back. Take your boy Hilton. Just do it. I know you want to. I really do want to. You know what? I'm just going to take T.Y. He's my best available. I'm just going to take T.Y. It's so hard to not swear at you. It's very difficult. (laughs) It is what it is. Very difficult to not swear at you. If I was going to go running back, I was going to take Mostert. Mm. Mostert, as Jack would like to say. Raheem Mostert? Because I believe in that offense... It's yes, it is a three-headed monster, and it is going to be divvied up. But I feel like the the workload is getting kind of overblown. The idea that the the whole reason he has so much PPR value is because he's the only one of them that is really the guy in there on third down catching passes. Mm-hmm. Laid it out multiple times last year. So there goes Moss, and there he goes. There, that, that's what I was Mason. saying. Mason but, is in like, the chat. Well, for me, this now becomes pretty easy because all the wide receivers that I wanted somehow got sniped. And so we've circled back around, but somebody decided to foolishly leave me Mark Ingram here. So that's what we're going to go ahead and do because as I've yep. gone into at length many times on this on this format, I'm all in on Mark Ingram one more season. Rental car. Take the last of the treads off yeah. the tires. JK JK Dobbins will get involved. Kev finally takes a running back, takes Cam Akers off the board. Hmm. That can't feel good as your as your RB one. No, not at all. Ooh, and I am on the board after Keenan Allen Keenan just Allen. went. That's such good value on Keenan Allen. I I was thinking of taking him at, at my fifth pick, but I had uh, Austin Eckler, and I just wouldn't feel comfortable playing both of them every right. week. Yeah, mm. I'm actually surprised Keenan Allen hasn't seen the uh, the yearly hard knocks bump. Like I feel like every year on hard knocks, some player gets bumped up mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, it's because he's not fast. People, like people just hate him because he's not fast, and it's he like he doesn't need to be. I know. I've been watching hard. He made Chris Harris a top tier cornerback in the NFL. Made him look silly this week. Like he I just mean, puts just, everyone through a blender except for Derwin James. I know who's he, elite. But to get back to the draft, I am going to take another elite receiver. Oh, no. The fawn. Oh, there it is. I'll be honest. I was thinking about that over Ingram because he's still sitting there. That was going to be my next pick. I know it was. <laughs> I know it was. And all the important nonsense mocks we've done, not once have I been able to get Stefan Diggs. And it there goes Hollywood me. Brown, the nerd. The nerd finally makes a pick I like five rounds into the draft. There you go. That makes sense. So, I don't hate his pick of DJ Chark, just where he took him. That's – well, given what his other options were. Right. Hey, mate, but, I like this Josh Jacobs pick. Yeah, I was just saying, I like Josh Jacobs as well. I don't think that was a, a it, bad pick. In round – he made yeah, it the right in round one. And but then, I feel like that was an auto pick. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> – like if he didn't log into the, to the session here, I'm pretty sure it would have auto-picked him Josh Jacobs. Like that was best available – Actually, it probably would have been CEH, hilarious enough. But True. That's, that's true. So I've got, I'm thinking between two running backs here. I'm looking at Devin Singletary or Kareem Hunt. 
Um, and since this is full PPR, and I don't think Devin Singletary gets involved in the passing game, if you guys read the Don't Draft Draft List, you read all about my love for Zach Moss. So I think in the fifth round from my RB2, I will take Kareem Hunt, who has – he's going to have standalone value. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And if something happens to Nick Chubb, I don't think anyone would argue that Kareem Hunt's a top 10 guy. So that's my pick. And Devin Singletary goes to the CPU, after, followed by Darren Waller. Aiden, back on the clock. Wow, so the, the auto pick for the computer took Darren Waller over Zach Ertz. Yeah, that's I, interesting. I don't – I wouldn't do it, but I don't hate it. How do, what do you guys think? I've had I this could, Zach Ertz discussion like multiple times this offseason where the big three is clearly now Kelsey, Kittle, and Andrews. And I feel like five through 15 is sort of like a coin flip. And I feel Zach Ertz is in like this purgatory at four where he kind of floats in between that if everybody in Philadelphia got hurt again and he just had a ridiculous amount of volume like he had in the second half of the season that all of a sudden he could be back near that top three level. But at the same time, he could also fade into that third tier with everybody else in the 5 to 15 range, and it wouldn't shock me at all. What also is uh, you can make the argument that you can get so much better value out of drafting Dallas Goddard late. Right. Like, I know I would rather have Ertz than Goddard. Let's not be ridiculous here, but you you don't have to burn a a high draft spot together. Yeah, all things created equal, you'd rather have Ertz, but given their ADPs, you'd much rather have Goddard, and I agree Mm -hmm. with that. Aiden just took a dagger to my heart. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was waiting for something like that. There we go. DeAndre that Swift. Was, that was payback for me drafting Diggs because I, I, yeah, DeAndre Swift was coming to me right, on the he, way back. He was the last one in my fifth tier of running back. So, yeah, I like that's a good I was, pick. I was saying DeAndre Swift or one other player. I just think DeAndre Swift, I, I like on Johnson. But he can't healthy. Even when he was healthy last year, he didn't look great. Um, no. And I think this is DeAndre Swift. I don't hate that. Michael Gallup in the sixth round is a little early. It's probably a round early for me, but I like it. I like Michael Gallup that too. I, I was taking him next. So I... <laughs> <laughs> well, you're having a rough couple picks here, huh? Like... Yeah. That hurts quite a bit. <laughs> Based on ranking, I should be taking Jarvis, but I'm not going to because I also have Odell. Instead, I'm going to take the player I have ranked one slot behind him on the receiver list in Marvin Jones. Well, well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. Because he was never coming back to you. No, uh, no it's not, yeah. not an and important like, nonsense venue. There's too many Marvin Jones truthers on this call. <laughs> no, and like I said, I, I would prefer Jarvis Landry, but I'm not taking him and Odell. I don't really feel like stacking them and Baker in this league. So when I'm looking at the receivers that are left after Marvin Jones, we've got Devontae Parker, no thank you. A.J. Green, no thank you. Will Fuller, Julian Edelman, Tyler Boyd. It's just a mess, and Marvin Jones just is head and shoulders above all of them. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Speaking yeah. of Jones truthers... Ronald Jones off the board sure Ronald (laughs) Jones goes to Matt uh, as his third running back with Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon Sony Jones yes (laughs) Dare White yeah Ronald Jones is going to get 
200 carries and it's going to be ugly and he's going to be an RB back end RB2 off volume alone. And I hate it. I still just don't see any way he doesn't lose the job. No, not at this point. I like I can't justify drafting. I adjusted my rankings yesterday. Kevin Kevin, I really hope you listen to this because, buddy, you just saved me this huge, horrible conundrum because I'm literally sitting here deciding between A.J. Green or Jarvis Landry. So A.J. Green goes to Kevin. I immediately run to my computer and select Jarvis Landry to be my third wide receiver. And there we go. Thank you for saving me from myself. <laughs> you made the right – you would have made the right decision by taking Landry. I think I would have taken Jarvis there. anyway probably, but it, it was de- – they're right next to each other in my rankings, so I'm literally looking at it like, oh, I could flip a coin, I guess. But no, in my heart, in my heart, I know I'm going to end up with Juice just because that's – he's been on my team for so many years and so many formats. Russell Ooh, Wilson. Russell Wilson. Russ yeah, ahead of Dak. That's interesting. And Russell Steve's going to take my guy. Sure. Like Steve's gonna take whoever person I'm gonna want. I don't know. He likes to I, do that. He's he's quite it's possible. So what? That... Uh, so my guy right here, it's a PPR format. There's still a bunch of wide receiver talent I like, so I want to get some running backs. And the guy that is getting extremely faded in PPR that I don't understand is Tariq Cohen, mm. because all he has done. Every year in the Matt Nagy offense is finish at least as an RB2. And he has increased his target share every single season. Last year, he had 104 targets. He was second on the team behind Allen Robinson. So I don't understand why people seem to think that like David Montgomery is going to somehow get more involved in the passing game. Or, or maybe they just think the Bears are so terrible that Cohen won't be used at all, but... I think that's the, by the way... I, I mean, even if he doesn't get all the... He doesn't get very much run work, but that's fine. In a PPR yeah. league, I'm fine with taking the guy that's a primary pass catcher, and that's Tariq Cohen. See, you had me in the first half when you were saying all this, because this is who I thought you were going to take. Oh, mm-hmm. I was waiting for it. Yeah. I was, okay. Yeah. I was yeah, literally looking at the board. I'm literally looking at the board, like, where's James White? Like... <laughs> I was sitting yeah. on That's my boy this year. I love James White this year. Especially Stupid computer. You would do that to me, wouldn't you, computer? You Marlon would. Mack. I'm with you. No, I, I love Marlon like Mack. It's not so much the Marlon Mack. I wanted JK to handcuff to uh, to Mark Ingram, but that's yeah. okay. You hate to see it. But, it, but, I, but, they, but they got them both, too, which is also just so special. <laughs> you don't sound like you hate they to see not... it, Jack. You sound like you delight in it, to be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, to my point, Tariq Cohen was my 24th wide receiver, James White, 26. So I have him in the same neighborhood. I just, like I said, he just gets so much guaranteed volume. And the only reason I faded James White a little bit is because all the love for Damian Harris. And they seem to believe that he is going to be able to do the whole job at some point. And that when James White is done in the offseason, that it's just going to be the Damian Harris show next year. I have read about that, but I've never – I just – I can't see the Patriots doing that with one running back because they've never done it. So – and, like, James White, it's so safe. Such a safe option. Like, better than Michelle, better than anything else they have. But, yeah, and Damian Harris is going so low. So, yeah, like, that value is tremendous. But I think James White is such a steady option every year, especially PPR. 100% agree. So, I am going to – do this just so I have my quarterback. 
Dak Prescott, who... All right, good. And if we're talking about running back value... Zach Moss off That is early. Perfect. <laughs> I feel like that Steve, just a Steve, he wouldn't, Perfect. he wouldn't have gotten I, back to you. Yeah, I'm aware really, of that. That's why oh, he just came off the board. I don't even think he would have got board. to you, Jack, to be honest. Given what Otto <laughs> picked it to me. I don't think he was... I don't, I don't. He was my last running back available in Tier 6. He was the best running back available on the board. And now I've got four. And now I feel pretty decent about my running back room and can load up on everything else. All I'm hearing is that that you all love the player profiles and the don't draft draft list. And I'm just going to stop writing for important nonsense because (laughs) (laughs) I feel like (laughs) what happens. If you're if you're saying that my picks are based off of your articles, then all I'm hearing is you haven't been paying attention to us this whole off season, and I am offended and hurt. <laughs> I just I want to take credit. All right, that's fair for your amazing team. Yes, that's fine. Uh, Neil's fit of rage, by the way, is because Mason just took Brandon Cooks one spot ahead of him. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. Will Fuller's still on the board, I think. So, I, uh, oh, yeah, good. there you go. Oh, good. Texas passing offense. Oh, lovely. I was just about to say. For yeah, according to the home, industry, home. it's a coin flip between them, Neil. Why don't you go ahead and? Yeah. Why don't I just? <laughs> I could just eat glass too, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, the glass is half fuller. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you're talking about Will Fuller, the glass the glass is probably full of pee. I am going to go ahead and take a departure from my normal strategy, though, because Deshaun is still available, and he's my third quarterback. He's my third quarterback, and it's the seventh round. Oh, and here we go. And, Kevin yeah. Chase and now, and now, I've uh, we're gonna started the off. run. We're going to uh-huh. kick it off. I'm going to get Deshaun since all my other options are getting removed from me. I'm still worried about Kevin's team, man. All he's got is Cam Akers at running back. Hey, it's fine. Look at Antonio Gibson in a second here. It's, it'll be fine. So he's got Kyler now. There goes Will Fuller. And then he's got Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Juju Smith-Schuster, and A.J. Green. So those are his four starters with his three wideouts and his flex. Then Mark Andrews at tight end. So he is going to beat you to death with his high-powered receivers. But ooh, those running backs. And I got serious questions about those high-power receivers. You're not about, about Juju? Juju? Yes. Juju. <laughs> but sure. also, if A.J. Green is healthy, for sure. But that's a big, big if. I would if like if to- A.J. Green is healthy, he's got top 20 potential. If A.J. Green is healthy, he's got top five potential. I, sure. He's so good. I would like to apologize to Kev because uh, Steve, or sorry, Neil, you pointed out that he's probably going to draft Antonio Gibson on the way back. He is not oh. because Antonio <laughs> Gibson. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Uh, good choice. 7 9, seventh round. You already yeah. have three solid running backs. It's kind of an insurance policy on that. Just pure upside play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing with Antonio Gibson is he – so he's running with the first team. It's him and Adrian Peterson and J.D. McKissick. Right now it's Peyton Barber and Bryce Love competing for the second and third team reps. Neither of them are guaranteed a shut lock on the team. They might keep three running backs, and if they do, it's going to be A.P., Gibson, and J.D. McKissick. So yeah, who's the, who's the most talented support. running back there? A.P. is obviously going to get fed. Like, he's going to be the new Jonathan, Jonathan Stewart, but – 
It's Pete yeah. and Barber. <laughs> tell me go, wrong. Go away. <laughs> go away. I am a Peyton Barber truther until I die. Or until he gets caught by the Redskins, whichever comes first. What is the nerd going to do here? Something crazy. Evan Ingram. <laughs> Hayden Hurst, just to make sure he locks down. Yeah, you're going to lock that Hayden Hurst in now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's, that's okay. Oh, that's, that's a, a yeah. Jordan no. Howard. At this point in the draft, that's pretty good. That's amazing. I was going to draft Jordan Howard. Uh, I love running backs that are going to get 220 carries and average 3.2 yards a carry on them. <laughs> love that. And two two or three rushing touchdowns because the team is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Keep me away from the Dolphins' backfield. Yeah. Watch them make Matt Breida their, their goal line back. I, know I was going to say, you don't love Matt Breida? What? Come on. No. <laughs> You know who I love, though, is uh, – and I'm blanking on his – Patrick Laird. That's who I there love. There you go. Oh, God. Mm, there is Miles Gaskin. One. I'm so proud of our community for leaving Devontae Parker on the board. <laughs> I know the auto pick is up next. Yeah, the auto pick will take care of this problem. It's fine. It'll get Gronk out of here, too. Can you imagine if Preston Williams actually went before – Devontae Parker. If we were doing a real that, league... There it is. I said. Oh, is. And Tyler Boyd. Yes. Oh, good. good. Again, don't have to deal with that, that team anymore. in the 12 spot is just our do not draft list as a site. It, it is, actually. Tyreek and... It's literally Tyreke. all the people to avoid. Oh, eight one Chase Edmonds. Oh. oh he's a skag. It's because he knows he is. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even do anything to him this time. I didn't even provoke him. Like this the other time. times, the other time, yeah, no, it's an important distinction. The other times, I absolutely <laughs> provoked him. <man. laughs> Neil, you're missing out on all your all your handcuffs here. He took Jerry Judy before uh, CD Lamb. My, my running back room, Jordan, is an utter is, is turning into an utter quagmire. So we're gonna have to figure this out here at a certain level. <laughs> we're gonna have to take a page out of Jack's book and start drafting other people's handcuffs as well, since that's what's happening to me. So are we gonna break down the Jerry Judy pick? I thought that was a little early. Yeah, oh, yeah that's early too. That, that is wow. Given that CD Lamb is still available, uh, ever, the internet's boyfriend, and I don't agree with it, but the internet's boyfriend Debo Samuel is still avoid, is still out there for me personally, and I think Steve as well. Jamison Crowder is still available. Everybody hates Jamison Crowder for what for reasons Why? that don't make sense. They he's can't so, math. He plays so for the Jets. Un, he's so unsexy. That's why. Mm-hmm. I would say, he's going to catch ninety balls. And so, so is Christian Kirk. Well done. That's a good, that's a good one. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah, for yeah. Eight, eighth round. Yeah, week There's, one, two. The 49ers are going to be missing their slot cornerback, Kwan Williams. So Christian Kirk going to eat in the slot. Yes. I don't think it is. Uh, we, we talked about this briefly in the NFC West show. I don't think it's a ridiculous thought to believe that Christian Kirk ends up leading the team in the receptions. No, I agree. I, I think yeah, you have to have some time to adjust to the offense for DeAndre Hopkins. Well, and, and, But he's not going to get force-fed the way he was in Houston. No, it's that's just not, not going to happen. That's not how the air raid runs, so... The way the air raid works is it's they like to perfect balance, but it's not perfect balance between the run and the pass. It's perfect balance between all five offensive playmakers, six, well, including the quarterback with six, since they have a mobile guy like Kyler Murray. And so the better players get the ball more, but they still like to spread it around. In a perfect world, they would have a 20-20-20-20 split. Yep. Right. And so Hopkins is probably going to get more than that 20% split. He's probably going to get to more targets than Fitzgerald, more targets than Dan Arnold, but they don't want that to happen. Kevin gets Matt Breida to be his RB2 with Cam Akers. 
in the ugliest running back room I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Brita or Howard? Who do you guys prefer? Howard. Brita and PPR because he's going to catch some more passes. But I just Brita for me, man. Like so injury prone. I, I don't want either one if you really want my actual answer. Like, I'm with Jack. I'd avoid the whole situation. Reed is injury prone and also don't know for sure he's going to catch any passes. And honestly, I don't think he's that good. In my Jordan Howard write-up, I compared him to the um, any number of Kyle Shanahan running backs who were great in that system, but who weren't explosive, who weren't electric, who didn't test well. And then they go out, they go away from Kyle Shanahan and just bomb. That's my Breeder to me. Jordan Howard, I know he's not sexy, but he's actually been a productive running back every year of his career. I would also take Jordan Howard because he's the goal line back. I think he gets the between the 20s work as well, so he'll have the volume. And you look at his career, he dealt with Tariq Cohen in Chicago. Then he went and dealt with Miles Sanders in Philly. Now he's got Matt Breida in Miami. It's not that he can't catch, which is what people assume. It's that he's just never been given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if Brita gets hurt and Jordan Howard has the whole job to himself in Miami, he absolutely can be somebody that's flex worthy on a weekly basis. Oh, for sure. And I mean, it's not like Matt Brita is this, he's not the pass catcher that any of those guys are either. Like he's got target high of 36 targets in the season. Like he's not, I don't think Matt Brita is going to go in there and just for sure be the third down satellite back. He's built like that. He's C-D just lamp. slow. Oh. <laughs> Uh, suddenly there's like a rookie run for no apparent reason. Going back to the, uh, your point, though, that's why Patrick Laird is still on the roster. Yeah. 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 Good point. And the, yeah, so there's a threat to Jordan Howard potentially catching passes. It's not Matt Breida. It's going to be Patrick Laird. Well, and so the biggest reason people don't like Howard is because as a rookie, like his first two seasons of the league, he dropped eight and six passes, but then he's only dropped two passes since. So, like, he's clearly worked on it. He's clearly improved. I don't know. Not only that, but I mean, okay, he he dropped passes. He's still been at the very worst in RB two every year. He's been healthy, even while dropping mm-hmm. a couple balls. So, I well, don't and understand that's what, the for him. Yeah, it's just it's fantasy PTSD. They see those drop passes on the highlight reel, and they're just like, right. "Oh, I could have gotten so many points." So we're in the eighth round. I'm looking at wide receiver here, based on how the rest of my team has built, and I don't care what this ridiculous ADP says. I'm going with my top-ranked wideout. I'm going with my the guy who's the number one wide receiver on his team. I don't care what your camp reports say. It's Darius Slate. Yeah, I was looking at him. So it was I, and I decided to go with Tavius Murray. He was actually yeah. pretty close down. Like He was uh, just down the board. It wasn't too far down. I think I am going to draft the Internet's boyfriend just because. Mm, they have, have multiple boyfriends. Yeah. So, I <laughs> thought you were going to go with the guy who's actually ahead of him on ADP here. No, I, I there he goes, Deontay no, Johnson, Deontay Johnson. <laughs> going to the again. Both of these, I feel like it's good that we've got the auto picks in here. It's really helping get these players we don't want off the board. Yeah. Well, Tevin Coleman at eight eleven was a nice choice. Oh. And he backed it up with carry on. But yeah. now, after he took Saquon, he completely abandoned running back. He did. So he's got one good so running Tevin back. Tevin Coleman and Carrion Johnson are those competing are, for his number two running back position. That's not terrible value, eight and nine, because those are guys that <clears throat> could steal the starting job. Like, I don't think they will, but yeah. they'll, have, they'll definitely get their carries. 
fun fact, Raheem Mostert did not start a game last year, including playoffs. Carry on Johnson's not starting though. He's, he's got a knee brace bigger than my head. <laughs> he's healthy and he's still wearing a massive knee brace and he's on, on record saying he can't move the way that DeAndre Swift can. Like the guy's given up. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing with this pick. Tyler Higby. <laughs> trying I'd to rather drop Gerald Everett, man. Like that's just Gerald Everett for free. Yeah, that's <laughs> So I do want to ask you not worried about the Jones fracture with Debo. Well, they say that he could start week one. I don't think he will, but he's not. I'm not starting him, so he can sit on my bench until he recovers. Like, if he was my third wide receiver, I'd be concerned. Yeah, yeah I kind of took Debo off my draft board entirely. I don't like because... that pick, but... I, I am really in the I draft. love that pick because it'll infuriate yeah. the nerd. So I'm waiting for the Discord <laughs> messages to start in the background because you just ruined somebody's day. <laughs> All right, so now with my uh, next pick in the ninth round, I'm going to take the number one wide receiver on their team. I don't care what the camp reports say. <laughs> Is it Sterling Shepard or Golden State? No, it's Preston Williams. It's already We already know. <laughs> I did this. It's over. I already won. The league is over. I do like Preston Williams a lot. You got Preston yeah. Williams as my fifth wideout. I just Me and Neil got dumped into on everybody in this one. Me and Neil got into a bit of a bidding war over Preston Williams in our other league. Going back to Debo, though, I really like drafting him in the ninth round. So, like, three picks early from where I'm taking him in, on underdog all the time, Jordan. Right. And I'm not, I'm not really worried about the Jones fracture either just because he should be back soon. And yeah. that pass-catching core outside of him is depleted. Like, they lost oh, Jay Heard. Right. Brandon Ayuk is hurt now. All, uh, all they're, like, uh, like major uh, guys. Like, JJ Nelson got hurt. <laughs> You're talking to the wrong guy about to make that argument to because I am still a very, very strong believer in Dante Pettis. Uh, <laughs> it's I can't stop. He can't stop. He can't, he can't help himself. So here's the thing. Dante Pettis is the most talented receiver on that team. He didn't I even start I... in the Super Bowl. He wasn't even active. Do you know why? Had nothing to do with talent. Nothing to do with talent. He's not going to make the team. Well, he is because they don't have anyone else. But he's going to keep signing other people to yeah, kick him Kevin off of White, the team. They signed Kevin White. That's how desperate they are. Speaking of desperate, AJ Dillon went off the board right after. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason's going to be pissed about that. I don't understand why people. Boston's got a good pick. Oh, Boston's yeah. got a good choice there. I was I was thinking of that, but I thought it'd be too early. Guess I was wrong. Boston Scott is his RB three. I mean, yes. you, you need that. In, you need that in the uh, zero wide receiver, robust Depending receiver. Depending how uh, how the Rams running back situation goes, that could be his RB one compared to the other two guys. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I'm my whole concern about Debo this year was that he was going to be this year's Dante Pettis. My concern with Debo now is it, it really is just a Jones fracture, and it's not about when he will be ready. He just that injury has like a 20% chance of reoccurring and needing surgery. Um, and I just worry about having a receiver who's probably not going to for the first potentially two to three weeks and then being gone for the rest of the season. Yeah. We talked about early in the off season with Debo that when you actually like look at his numbers and break it down, yeah, he finished top 20 last year, but it's because it was propped up by the, two weeks where George Kittle missed and they just force fed him the ball. Like he was George Kittle. Yep. 
So if you're projecting Debo Samuel as a top 20 wide receiver, then you're saying that George Kittle basically misses the whole year or isn't involved in the offense because they just don't throw it enough to have two guys with that level of volume. Yeah, I love, I'm very happy with him as my wide receiver five. Yeah, exactly. Four okay. or five, I'm good with it. I'm not thrilled with four. And that's, that's I how I was uh, before the injury. And now because of the injury, it's kind of corrected his ADP to where I wanted him to begin with. So I feel, I feel better about it. So Anthony Miller goes off the board right before me. I was heavily considering him, but instead of going for the wide receiver two on the Bears, I'm going for the wide receiver one with the Eagles. Jalen Rager. He's going to get fed targets. What about Greg Ward? He's getting yeah. all the hype. Come on. Yeah. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you heard the training camp reports about Rager? <laughs> Apparently, he looks like a hybrid of Jeremy Macklin and Deshaun Jackson. That's pretty is good hype. Is that a good thing? I don't even know if that's so he's a good injury, thing. So he's yeah. injury prone is what you're telling me. So he's no. got a lot of injuries. Yeah. Those, those guys just dominated. Is it Macklin's teams. hands and Deshaun Jackson's <laughs> hamstrings? Because then, if that's the hybrid, I don't want any part of it. My goodness. I think it's just the fact that they're in shorts and both those guys just eat. Oh, okay. So, so Nerd just made a pretty good pick. I'm going to by far the best player that I have on my board. I don't know why this dude has fallen so much. I don't understand the hate around him. Manny Sanders. I don't know, as and your fourth wide receiver. Yep, and for my fifth wide receiver, I'm going to take the actual number one wide receiver on the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Deshaun. Uh, Jalen Rager 1.0. <laughs> Original version, apparently. Can't wait for Deshaun to run all those clear outs and uh, Rager just eat underneath. Oh, the nerd, you actually made another one. Golden Tate in the 10th is a good choice. That's, yeah. yeah. I was saying that. I just really like Deshaun Jackson this year. I really like Deshaun Jackson this year. I think they have a lot of mock drafts this year, too. Honestly, taking Tate in the 10th, I would have rather taken Tate in the 8th over Judy, to be honest. Right. Yeah. All right, so it's my pick, and I've got two young bucks that I'm looking at. Not bucks. They're not buccaneers. Um, <laughs> got a receiver and a running back, and I think I'm going to have to go with the running back. Rolling with RB1 in New England, Damian Harris. Mm. Nice. I like it. Tenth round. Feels good. Yeah, after I did my rankings update after our discussion the other day, I I basically did exactly what we talked about. I flipped Sony Michelle and Damian Harris in the site projections and my rankings. Woo! And I've got Damian Harris up at 51 in that territory with the uh, the young upside handcuffs. Where he belongs. Most mock drafts you'll do, like with people that aren't experts, he's he's gonna draw. Like I think he's he's starting to like rise a little bit, but I think he he was such a great pick to have in the late rounds because yeah. there was a lot of hype around him, but now there is just because like how heavy utilized he's being in training camp. But yeah, I, I like it's him. not a secret anymore. There's been a no, not billion anymore. news reports. Yeah, Daryl Henderson in the tenth round's a nice choice coming up after. See, I was year. thinking that Kevin had to get Daryl Henderson here with his next pick. Yeah. And, and that, now that option's that, gone. That really hurt him. Bryce, oh, Bryce Love. Oh, oh man. Oh, that's Over a, Alexander Madison. That's oh, a toughie. Kevin. No, yeah, because now that he, he did still that, needs people that could potentially play. I mean, I was taking over, Alexander Madison, so I'm glad he did it. But, <laughs> over, like, I was... 
took him over AP. That's what I'll say. Over the starter. Yeah. (laughs) The guy who might not make the team over the starter. Yeah. And, like, am I surprised if AP outscores Antonio Gibson? No. But Antonio Gibson's my RB4, so I'm okay with that. He's a pure upside player, whereas AP's just a floor. Yeah, and I think – I don't think there's anything wrong with taking Antonio Gibson over AP because we know what AP is. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Antonio Gibson is. Like Antonio Gibson could be Chris Thompson, where he is still like a top 10 PPR wide or running back despite only getting like three to five carries per game. Uh, Mason took Henry Ruggs. That hurt. That's who, I was, that's who I was deciding between with Damian Harris. But no, I completely agree with you, Aiden. Steve's having trouble making his pick. I am. I can't. Well, it's because he he took a huge victory lap after Preston Williams, and then just like I then, won my draft. I won the league. Yeah. I did. I won. Yeah. So now I just want to know, like, who else gets a ring? Like, who else? Uh, is That's tough. the humility like, that you've. Who do, to I, who do I think Steve deserves Fox. the ring? Steve, you That's should just go ahead and get a whole new personality. Whole new personality. All new personality. Like, All right. Well, I mean, I feel like the best guy available here at running back is Hines. That again because of the PPR upside. For sure, he's not making it. But well, I guess you do draft. Given the craziness of this year, and the fact that I have Zeke, I'm taking Tony Pollard. Yeah, it makes sense to do that there. I have him ranked. A, I have him ranked ahead of. Hines anyways, just because of that upside. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's right, uh, because I, I, I was taking Hines, so... Oh! Yeah. That, yeah that well, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Like, I have Hines... Where is it? I have Hines at 47. I have Pollard at 40. Yeah. Um, but Hines has a clear week-to-week role, whereas Pollard does not. Also, can I just uh, point out, um, auto-draft one, look at his tight ends. That's just... Woof. <laughs> <laughs> you got Higby with Ingram stacked him up. This is an opportunity play for me, just because I think he's going to be heavily targeted because they literally have nobody else besides Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard. Yeah, Lazard, I have yeah. ranked pretty. He high. wasn't coming. He wasn't coming back. And then you know, speaking of uh, speaking of winning the league, go ahead and <sighs> two go ahead and get Johnny. <laughs> two rounds early. It's My over. God, he's just reaching like a bear. He is. Well, I mean, Higby was gone. Who else are you going to take? <laughs> uh, Hunter Henry's still on the board. Steve's got to reach two rounds early on Janu. <laughs> so I took Janu as the 10th tight end. And by my projections and rankings, that's, that's a steal, not a reach. So I'll take it. I don't care what ADP is telling me. Especially when we're in the 11th round. I know I only have, what, th- after this one, I only have three real players left. Austin Hooper's still on the board, too. I, I'm so conflicted about him. Like, I'm not taking him because I have Hayden Hurst. I'm not doubling up with that. That's just be stupid. Um, but I think they paid him so much money to come to that team. And he did, like, what he did with Atlanta was, like, I think enough where they thought, oh, well, I think we can add you to our passing offense and mm-hmm. you can be productive. They don't really have much faith in Njoku anymore. So that's a guy I've been looking at. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 11th round, I went ahead and took the actual starting running back for Washington uh, <laughs> and went ahead and got Adrian Peterson uh, because my running backs are a little interesting because now it's Kenyon Drake, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Ingram, so far so good. Then it's Latavius Murray and Alexander Madison, and the reason for that is because those guys are not going to be – well, they might be starting on my team with injuries, who knows. But in all likelihood, those are things that I will end up trading. 
Uh, and then Adrian Peterson is kind of my old man knock around running back. Great value this late. At 11th round, absolutely. Hunter Henry goes next. Also, Keyshawn Vaughn went to Mason right after me. Uh, he would have gone to me over AP. So now he's honest. got like, Dalvin Cook, Chris Carson with Mostert, A.J. Dillon, and Keyshawn Vaughn. I like the running back room he put together there. I... Not as happy about the uh, wide receiver room, though, for Mason. Because he's got Amari Cooper, Brandon Cook, C.D. Lamb, and Henry Ruggs. There is not a whole lot there in a league where you got to start yeah. three There's not to outs. love. I don't. Yeah. Do not, do You've not got Kittle, which is good. you got Russ, which is fine. It'll but... help you, but it, you're going to be really weak yeah. at wide I've, receiver. I feel like reaching on the QB early kind of cost him for his wide receiver depth. So I think the Keyshawn Vaughn pick can spark a good discussion right now. I don't understand Keyshawn Vaughn over Ogunbowale. Or Ogunbowale, yeah. Keyshawn nope. Vaughn has been getting – one, he, he was like – I don't know if he actually got sick, but he was quarantined, missed a ton of time at camp. Dari's been working with Tom Brady. They, the Dari camp reports have been good. The Keyshawn reports have been bad. And he's with a coaching staff that notoriously does not use rookies. I don't understand the Keyshawn Vaughn over Dare and Gunbawale. I don't understand it. And I would like – because I know, Neil, you just said you would have taken him. I, will like I would to have. It's, it's upside. It's upside it's, yeah. that you beat me to it. Yeah, it's a straight-up upside play. Dare Ogunbowale, I'm not going to argue with you about that too much. He's the pass-catching, third-down type of running back type of deal. But it, for me, it's all about can Keyshawn Vaughn – you know he's going to have the opportunity. He's going to have the upside. It's, it's just. I don't he think he's going to have the. I don't think he's going to have the opportunity. Bruce Arians is talking about using him as a returner now, and we remember yeah. as a rookie, David Johnson missed four point three touches a game until he was forced to play David Johnson when Chris Johnson, who was washed at that point, got hurt, and he was playing Andre Ellington over him. So I'm really worried that we're looking at the exact same thing from Keyshawn. I, I am too. I I get that side of it, but who else is on the roster right now? So it's Ronald Jones, it's Keyshawn Vaughn, and it's Dara Gumbawale. And LaShawn McCoy. And LaShawn yeah. McCoy. Which throws a wrench in everything, which I hate. Yeah. So if, again, we saw last year when Rojo missed that block, all of a sudden he was done for like three weeks. And his whole rest of his season tanked. Are we saying that now LaShawn McCoy is just going to get all the reps ahead of Keyshawn Vaughn if something happens to Rojo or he gets benched for whatever reason? Because he plays like he has his entire career? Andre Ellington did over David Johnson and Bruce Arians. I was just about to say, based on Bruce Arians' history, probably. It's hard for me to get behind a narrative from 2015 about Bruce Arians' coaching style. We also also have Captain Daria Gumbawale. Right. And I'm, fi- I'm fine with Dargumbawale having the pass-catching role. This is another year, though, where it, it, it's easy for me to throw those narratives away when we don't know on a week-to-week basis what every roster is going to look like. That's fair. I, just, I, I combined that, like, his history that we've seen with, again, all the negative reports coming out of Keyshawn Vaughn and what Bruce Arians has said he's going to do with him, which is use him exclusively mm-hmm. on special teams. And that's my concern. Yeah. Um, with my next two picks, though, I went Paris Campbell. I love the upside of Paris Campbell this year. People forget he's a speed freak. You want to talk about fast? 
Paris Campbell's fast, and I think he matches up well with what Phillip Rivers does, which is he can't throw the ball very far anymore. So I think they're going to – Frank Reich is a coach that can get his fast players in space, make a ton happen after the catch. Um, and then my 12th pick, my final real pick, I guess, will be is Joshua Kelly, the, the actual starting running back for Los Angeles Chargers. I hate both of those picks, Aiden, because they were both in my queue. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nice. And now I am left – to take running back Jarek McKinnon because I have hey. been sucked back in. That's actually, I am ready to be heard again, and so is Jarek. Right, Steve? <laughs> yes, exactly, 100%. Just to finish that Tampa Bay thought, though, in this format, uh, we have one quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, tight end flex. So on a weekly basis – you have eight regular players that you're starting. So realistically, you should be grabbing your eight starters within the first nine or at worst 10 rounds. Like if you want to get running back depth earlier, you can. If you want to double up on a position that normally you wouldn't, you can. But your starters are generally going to come out of those first nine or 10 picks. So anything 11th round or later is all lottery ticket and upside. Oh, for sure. I, I, so I think like uh, the, the point for me and Neil here on Vaughn is just that in the 11th round, Keyshawn Vaughn could become the starting running back at some point for Tampa that is, that and is. be the pass catching back mm-hmm. at some mm-hmm. point. Whereas Dara Gumbawale is definitely the pass catcher, but I don't think he's ever going to be an every down back in the NFL. Dar, he's not he, big enough to No, to he is really... now the heaviest back on the roster, actually. He bulked up this past offseason. He's now the heaviest back on the roster outside. What is room. he like a fire hydrant now then? Because he's like, <laughs> what is what is he like five seven? Like it? Yeah, I, I'm just like, I'm quoting the camp. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird backfield. That's why I'd rather have. A guy they never like, lie at training camp either, Jack. As we know, <laughs> the, or, the oracle of honesty. That's just why I'd rather have Joshua Kelly than Keyshawn Vaughn. That's the point I'm, I'll make. I'd rather have Joshua Kelly than a lot of people. Same. I'd rather have Joshua yeah. Kelly than Austin Eckler. Sammy Watkins <laughs> in the 12th I'd r- round. Oh. I'd, ra- I'd rather have Joshua oh. Kelly over Jarek McKinnon, who I was forced to take. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite fair. Yeah. How's it feel, Jack? You got to draft next to Aiden. It sucks because he just takes all the things you want. Yeah, it's, it's yep. not a lot of fun. Yeah. It, then he wonders why people lash out at him. <laughs> and he wonders about it. Yeah. And we got to do it. Your job, Brown. Well done. Such good man. Um, the, the, the pick after Sammy Watkins, pff, steal. <laughs> yeah. The fifth, the fifth wide receiver on my team. I love being John. Two Brown. picks after Curtis Samuel. Um, yeah, I yeah. feel great about getting John Brown there when people are over here. Well, especially when you look at the board and what's left. There's only one other receiver, two, excuse me, that I could say you could actually really get excited about that are on yeah. the, about having at the back end of your team. The rest of it is kind of just guys. For me, there's two guys that are on here. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, Yeah, Colby's is is an interesting one. But Michael Pittman Jr. is more in the neighborhood of what I was talking about. And then then Brian Edwards, if you want to talk about camp reports, my God, I've never heard more effusive praise of someone that I thought was like a roster 
If you it's follow really the camp reports of the Las Vegas Raiders, they're all going to finish as top 10 players this I know, year I know. at every position. It's because John Gruden praises everyone. It's, it's, it's such a ridiculous. Except for Renfro for some reason. He just doesn't talk about him. No, no. It's because he's, he's trying to steal his girlfriend, as we learned in Hard Knocks last year. Yeah, he's way into that, that game plan. Knock on wood if you're with me. Okay, yeah. man. So this guy I'm drafting, I'm really high on. I might be drafting him a tad earlier then you should be going, but since wide receivers are going fast and furious, I just – I am so okay. in love with D.D. Westbrook this I am year. too. I love I, – I, I can't argue with this at this point in the draft when we're into the, the back right. end of, like, lottery. Again, I, that makes when, a lot of sense. we're in the 12th round right now, I can't honestly argue with any pick being made because it's all lottery tickets at this point. I'll so argue it's take the I'll guys that you believe in. I'll argue against Sammy Watkins. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. me too. That yeah, makes okay. sense. Yeah, that, that does. That's the exception that proves the rule. Because I was yes. going to argue about Sammy Watkins too. Not... I I want to say this for the viewers at home: we are doing this mock draft for your all's benefit because we know this is the standard league that most people play in. If you can convince your commissioner, get rid of kickers and defenses, because I yeah, be great. Am oh, there goes San Francisco's of, defense on the I, auto I, pick in the thirteenth no, round. round. Yeah. I cannot pick any more players because I need a quarterback still and a defense and a uh, kicker and a tight end. And there's still quite a few players I think could really pay off in a yeah. big way that yeah. I cannot draft. I'm unable yep. to draft. Mm -hmm. So get rid of defensive kickers, get an extra spot on your bench. So for my pick, uh, like you look at running backs, it is like a wasteland right now. because You're going to have to take upside <laughs> plays. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take wide, or running back one in Pittsburgh. That's right. Yeah, that was the last good one. That's that right. was the last good lottery ticket. Anthony McFarlane goes to Jordan. What a pick. Would give yeah. that man a promotion. Yep. Just perfect. All I right. One more good running back that can pay off. Jamal Williams? No. Rashad Penny? Actually – Jamal Williams, I will put up there because I don't know why people like I know I understand how big he is. I understand the draft investment, but the Packers, that coaching staff, really likes Jamal Williams. They he just keep bringing the him back every year. Like, yeah. they, the they, only reason they, the fantasy community hates year, him. Yeah, the only reason he wasn't involved last year is because of injury. But I'm not convinced AJ Dillon supplanted Jamal Williams on the depth chart. No, it sounds like the that he's going to struggle to see the field early in the season. Yeah, I saw that report too. That they're saying AJ Dillon's probably not going to get a lot right, of early. Give me Coolio. Run. That's a good choice. I'd rather have Coolio over Sammy Watkins. Play <laughs> <laughs> a full round later. Not to keep harping on this, Kevin, but <laughs> are you worried at all about Daniel Jones Week One against the Steelers? No. Am I worried at all about anything about Daniel Jones other than fumbles? Not really. Fair. Who is he going to take next? He's going really heavy with the rookies. So rookies on Mason's roster. Mm. We have uh, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Dillon, Henry Ruggs, Keyshawn Vaughn, and Michael Pittman. So I'm and guessing he's going with another a, rookie. Those are all in a row as well. Yeah. <laughs> Five straight. I mean, it's not a terrible idea because, like, those are, like, they have decent opportunities. But I wouldn't do it just because there's too much risk involved. Especially, like, Deep. with, with a, like, um, not a traditional offseason. The shortest receiver to uh, go for a thousand yards with Philip Rivers is Keenan Allen, who's six two, six three, and Michael Pittman is six four. Yep. And I am back up, and boy, 
you you were not kidding, Jordan, when you said running back is a wasteland because I've been perusing it, waiting for it to come back around, and it is an utter wasteland. But you know what's not a wasteland? What is absolutely not a wasteland is wide receiver because Mr. Randall Cobb was still available. Oh, yes. I think that's throw. an exceptional pick. I don't say the hatred for Randall Cobb either. Washed. It's the Washed. Same, done. It's the same narrative. He's done. Deshaun's yeah. bad. Speaking of dead, next pick, Hunter Renfro. <laughs> <laughs> Not because he's old, just because Gruden doesn't make logical sense. Chris Herndon off the board before I pick. Well, and Chris Herndon off the board before, like, five other tight ends that I think are better. I know. I actually yeah. was, uh, I'm really confused by that. I like Chris Herndon a lot, but I, I would have taken a couple guys. That yeah. yeah. It's Herndon's pure so- upside at this point, like – Everything I hear is that he has massive opportunity ahead of him, but I hear mean, that every year. And then he gets know, suspended that's, that's for four games. Yet to be seen. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to take Austin Hooper here because I do have Odell as well, but the value is just too good. I, I yeah. have like, the highest rated tight end on the board left. I have him at tight end seven, and my next closest tight end is tight end nine. So close enough, but I, just, I can't believe he's like. I'm he's still like taking Austin Hooper. <laughs> that is like yeah. unreal value. It's the. 13th round. 13th round. Yeah. This, I don't think I've ever seen Austin Hooper go that late. Well, he I think it's – when you one. look at it, we've all kind of subscribed to the idea that you wait on tight yeah. end. Either yeah. you reach yeah. early for a really elite one or you wait until later. Or you're the computer and you draft. Or you're the computer and you draft <laughs> them heavily. Yep. Right. Ang- Ingram and Higby. I you also like – Ingram and Higby at value, yeah. yeah I also like that we are uh, – as a group here, we're all kind of in the same mindset of I will take one quarterback and one tight end and be good with working the waiver wire. Same. That's Speaking just how it's going to have to be this year. And my 13th, in the end of the 13th round, I'll take my my first and only tight end. Also the number one target for his team. How dare you? <laughs> Mr. Mike is second. <laughs> uh, and I have to take a quarterback. All Preston right. Williams, truth or be damned. Mike Gusecki is terrible at football. You can't argue <laughs> that people are good what? at football or bad. And then look at Mike Gusecki, who was 22nd out of 22 qualified tight ends in efficiency last year and say that Mike Gusecki is somehow good at football. No tight end has underperformed their athleticism in the history of college football and the NFL worse than Mike Gusecki. Athletic freak, can't play football. No, he's terrible. He's he's getting so much we're, hype this offseason for no gonna have, reason. We're going to have, have a Zoom meeting where we watch films so I can prove to you guys that you're wrong. <laughs> so how did he average under 10 yards a catch in his senior season at, in college? How? If he's, if he's this freak athlete, how was he not averaging over 10 yards per catch? He, he, he was awful he last was saving, year. He was saving himself. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, I like that. I like that take. That's quite the take. <laughs> That's a good my, one. <laughs> my quarterback in the 14th round. Um, I'm going to take a guy I believe in. I'm a huge fan of this guy. I'm ready for the bounce back. Let's go, Cam. Oh, yes, love that. Yeah, it's the one That's I would have taken one. right there That's too. I, it it infuriates me to no end <laughs> that. Everybody wants to completely dismiss the eight games from Preston Williams at the beginning of the year because it's too small a sample size. 
But the eight games at the end of the year when there was no Preston Williams, let's look at those numbers for Parker and Gasecki and just go purely based on that. That so, makes logical sense somehow. I will actually agree with you, even though I'm clearly on the Mike Gasecki side of this, this discussion, because I don't hate Preston Williams the way other people do. I agree with you. Um, I'm actually – the player that I think takes a step down is Devontae Parker. Yes. And you're I correct. Mean, I've yeah. seen I've seen yeah. him play for five years. I don't right. I don't think right. he's you know I do think that Mike Isek, he, he was inefficient last year, but he's he was a rookie tight end. Like it's a hard position to play. Um it's a hard position to to adapt to. I do think he takes a step forward and I do think that Preston Williams takes a big step forward. I think Devontae Parker kind of goes back to being what we're used to him being. Um even when like what round did Devontae Parker go in? first oh sorry of the draft yeah, yeah. <laughs> the seventh round to the <laughs> auto pick team which is actually where right. he goes in most mocks that you do yeah. either yeah. staff or no like that's usually about and i was gonna say like i i saw him sitting there and thought it was a value and still couldn't do it so i'm just not a believer in Devontae parker i do i'd argue seventh is sticker price for what i'm seeing for Devontae parker that's pretty much what it costs really yeah oh. So, Mike, for example, he's going in the same neighborhood as Michael Gallup, Aiden. And if you're telling me that I could have Michael Gallup or Devontae Parker for the same price, uh, yeah, that's not a conversation. Like, but, but, <laughs> I want Michael not, Gallup. It's not a discussion. And you know what the sad part is about his IADP is that you know, you're probably going to draft somebody who's not really aware of, like, the Miami Dolphins receiver room, and they'll see that high ADP and be like, oh, this guy must be pretty good, and they'll get bamboozled. I feel bad for people who this might be their first year playing fantasy football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, Mike Gusecki, kind of... that was his second year last year. Oh, it was? Yeah. Not his rookie yes, year. Yes, it was. Oh, it should have been the sophomore. Oh, man. Or the sophomore season at tight end is usually supposed to be a lot better than that, man. Well, and... I don't know why I thought he was a rookie. <laughs> and so, and so back to... I love that. I love, sorry, to... real quick. I love yeah. the 14th round Steven Sims. Thank you, thank you. So back to Mike Gusecki. He was 36th out of 44 qualifying tight ends per PFF in yards after catch per reception. The only tight ends that he was better than were Eifert, Witten, Cameron Brate, Hunter Henry, which is kind of surprising to see him that low, Caden Smith, Zach Ertz, and Delaney Walker. All, all old men. <laughs> and Hunter Henry. Whose so, yeah. knees have been shattered on multiple occasions. Oh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately. But, and yes. my tight end will be actually a guy going into his sophomore year that I think actually will easily have a better year than Mike Isecki's second year. <laughs> oh, Mr. Noah Fant. Knew yeah. it. To get him in the 14th, that's a crazy yeah, value. Yeah, I'll too. take the Noah Fant in the 14th. I can't believe he made it all the way back to me. Yeah, and I was going to take him. I, that's why I queued up. The Denver homer. That's I right. will also say... That's right. Fight at, me, Jack. Get on a plane. Come <laughs> on down here and fight me. <laughs> to defend Mike Gusecki and his efficiency, he was 39th in the NFL in terms of catchable target rate and I and he, 31st in target quality. Another, so, sorry, another rookie for Mason. He also gets Brian Edwards to go with the pile wow. of rookies. Sorry, I had, to, I had to jump in there because it's just, it's too good. Can't I make want that this, up. can we turn this into a league? <laughs> Steve would like that. I, I would love that. I mean, how much do you want to play Steve for? $100? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I, I actually have an okay team, so I'm probably not that bad. I'll be all right. <laughs> can, can we talk about how Miles Boykin went ahead of Brian Edwards? No, thank no. you. 
no, yeah. we can't talk about that because we're going to scrub these files and we're going to start this all over again. And... Can we talk about how I just got Cole Beasley in the 14th round? It was between him and Because people Sims. just hate winning. <laughs> people hate Cole Beasley, certainly. They, uh, they, they definitely hate Cole Beasley. I took Sims I over Beasley because Sims, I think, is the second option in that offense, even though it's a worse offense, whereas Beasley's the two or the three. But right. cares. it's fantastic value, Steve. Agreed. There's still decent uh, value with wide receivers. There's uh, so many good wide receivers left. I'm I would not even really like running yeah. tight end. Like, if Noah Fant dropped, I would have taken him. I'm not going to touch Jared Cook. So I am going to bite the bullet on a defense. That's Ooh. my third last pick. Okay. In the 14th round, not crazy. Yeah, no, it's like two picks ahead of where we normally tell people to do it. I'm not really worried about that. Justin yeah. Kicker and LaShawn McCoy. Justin if Kicker. I could. Yeah, Justin Kicker. <laughs> If I could take a wide receiver, I'd still take a shot on Nikhil Harry. Uh, Mike Williams, I understand the injury, but he yeah. sh- I still think he should be drafted. Larry Fitzgerald's still there. Josh I know Reynolds Al- is still on this page. Up, but Alshon Jeffrey, when he's healthy, is good for fantasy. Um, I, would, I like Muhammad Sanu, Josh Reynolds. I love Denzel Mims. Yeah. So to your, to your point, Aiden, there's so many guys left that I'm just going to go right ahead and just get the kicker done with because I hate drafting kickers. But I'll take one of the elite guys and just have a guy that I can consistently use and only have to replace during the bye week. Because, you know, when you're streaming kickers, that's when you know you're at your lowest point. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's defense off the board to Steve. Yeah, I mean, I got him ranked top four. It's a defense. It is what it is. Mostly I stream defense. Neil got me into that a few years ago. Subscribed to his way of thinking there. And they opened the year with the Jets and Dolphins. So Perfect. Yeah, I really can't go wrong there. Yeah. For at least two weeks, I've got a defense set. So are you Bill's Mafia? For two (laughs) weeks. Two weeks, yeah. And, well, although I did go back to back with Cole Beasley, and I own Zach Moss, so apparently, that's, yes, that's I am Bill's mafia. Yeah. All right, well, get him his table, and there we'll it light is. it on fire, and we'll body slam him through it because that's, right. that's <laughs> perfect. Bill's mafia, the ceremonial was, start to the season. I was definitely the Bills mafia of our staff last year. I think it was both the important. Say last year, like it stopped. Yeah, yeah, like it never ended. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. Bill's players are good, and they're just such good value. So I, I wind up with them on my team a lot. Fawn Diggs is a value. Cole Beasley is a value. Zach Moss is a value. Devil's Terry, I think you're paying sticker price, and I'm not interested. Well, I already see that uh, Jack does not have a defense or a kicker either. Nope. So that means that Teddy Bridgewater is not going to be drafted. Oh, that's a shame. That is a shame. I will take the Bears for my defense because I had to to confirm it. it. They're they're playing the Lions and the Giants to start the season, and theoretically it's a top-five defense still. And I'm getting into the 15th round, so if it flames out, it doesn't matter. Cut it. Start over again. I'm a big believer in streaming defenses. There's no reason to ever pay for defenses. You just you just play matchups and figure it out. Evan, with the strategy of drafting a kicker before a defense, I'm not an advocate of that, but I know a lot of people that do. 
Because I feel like kicker is just like it is like kicker is just so. I treat it the same way I treat defense, Jordan. (laughs) Literally doesn't matter. Stream it through. Like Yeah. yeah. Speaking of streaming, I am going to take the Philadelphia Eagles defense because they play the team in Week One. And that te- the team has no offensive line. Yeah. The team. I was fine with uh, the taking the kicker first because to Neil's point with the streaming defenses, if you're playing the matchups or like Jack said, with yeah. taking the Eagles, a team that maybe is lower in ADP uh, defensively, you might be able to wait till the 16th round. Whereas a guy like Tucker or Butker or Luck on a high powered defense. You know Aiden, you can probably attest to this. I'm a Colts fan, and that is way too early. The Colts yeah, are- the Colts is an interesting one, but not there. Not be drafted. Mm, no. they I, they I disagree with that. Oh, that could be why. Okay. If they week play the Jags, week Jags. one. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? They'll, like, I, he'll still throw a ton. Like, I can still see that game being like a 31-28 game. Yeah, I can see Garner Minch. I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I'm also a Colts fan. Uh, uh, the defense, I think, is being slept on since they. Yeah, added... no, I'm not saying they're bad. I just I no, no, no. I was, I wasn't talking about the Colts. I'm saying the who I'm going to take with my defense is going to be defense oh, okay. at, the end of the, at the end of the draft here. The number one defense I think is being undervalued in fantasy drafts if you're playing with a defense. Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. They were pretty Jamal, good last year, and they added Jamal Adams. And I, I need to find the stats I had down earlier so I can send to you guys. The difference between the Jets' defense when Jamal Adams was on the field versus off is insane. Like, Jamal Adams alone really makes a huge difference for, for the for defenses. Yeah. Um, for kicker, I guess I'll just take whatever. Rodrigo Blankenship. Are you not worried about the Falcons week one versus the Seahawks, Aiden? I mean – I think that the Falcons, even the Seahawks, can keep them out of the end zone. I think they're going to be able to at least kick a bunch of field goals. You think the Falcons are going to kick a lot of field goals? Yeah. Well, that's good because I'm drafting Young Hoi Koo. Do you get points for onside kicks? Yeah. You should. Honestly, Legitimately yeah. the most impressive thing I've ever seen. The, uh, what are the odds that you'd be able to do that three consecutive times? That's ridiculous. Like, He's pretty phenomenal. He's not super accurate. <laughs> he, he was getting better, and the Falcons yeah, score enough points true. that it, it doesn't better. matter. His rookie year, though, that, that yeah. first season, man, just or 35 his... yards, here comes Koo. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he plays with the Falcons. He's going to get lots of chances to kick field goals. So he's going to make some of them. It's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> As you know, the meme there. for that is the house being on fire, right? <laughs> and... <laughs> no, I – and and back to Steve's point about kickers before defense, I actually would have taken Will Lutz over the Eagles defense, but once he went off the board, like I find it very interchangeable to, between the rest of the kickers after yeah. Lutz, Bucker, and Tucker. So, I like Zerline this year, but I agree. There's not there's only like a handful of guys that are like the elite, the top tier kickers, and then the rest are just the same. You're on video. You can do elite in in little. Yeah. Matt Prater, awesome. Love guys, if you're going to get a kicker, if you got to play kickers, I love it when they can kick them from over 50. And they play indoors. And they play indoors, exactly. Yep. And and they have a certain level of familiarity. They've been with the team for a long time, so they're not just going to, like, suddenly they miss one, and it's like, nope, get the hook. Like, get the old vaudeville hook out. Well, remember Jason Hansen kicked for, like, 45 years with the Lions? <laughs> uh-huh. all, all indoors. Prater is yep. great. Matt Gay, great pick as well. 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to put up a lot of points. Going to be kicking a lot of. Field Especially goals. at the beginning of the year, like if they stall out, he'll have a lot of field goal yeah, opportunities for the first half of the season. Mr. Irrelevant, Nikhil Harry. Oh, he made it. That's a, that's he made it one. in. I act, it's one of the few picks I actually like from that auto draft team. Good for them. Oh, both both <laughs> auto draft teams. Well, the other they auto draft that. team got Larry Fitz at the end. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's not horrible for the end of the draft. I could live with that. Like, that'd be good. Yeah, that so was they, so what do you guys think of your teams? We'll go in order. We'll start with yeah. Jordan. So, Jordan, you got uh, Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler as your starting running backs with Dak. You've got Allen Robinson, Calvin Ridley, uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, your flex situation is looking interesting. What are you looking at? Like James White, maybe? Or Naheem Hines? That would be the, the initial guy I look at. Depending on what happens with Debo, I probably wouldn't play him right away. Um, yeah, I, I would go with White until one of the other guys on my team, like, you know, shows that they can be started. I kind of think I, I did reach on Hayden Hurst just because I, like, scrambled, didn't know who to pick. Um, I think it's okay. Um, I do like that I got Mike Williams. I think that was a really good value pick. Hopefully, once he comes back, he can, you know, contribute to that team, but we'll see. Um, but I think it's okay. I think the went well. Uh, in the fourth spot, I got Zeke with Todd Gurley. I have Daniel Jones because I have Daniel Jones everywhere. I have Janu because I have Janu pretty much everywhere. Except Wes in the PFF League sniped me. <laughs> uh, and then I got Mike Evans, Cortland Sutton, and T.Y. Hilton. And then Darius Slayton and Preston Williams fighting to the death to be my flex on a weekly basis. Yeah, you already know how I feel about my team. Uh, Neil, incredibly loud victory lap. Yeah, wasn't exactly. Enough of the tell, no. like, yeah. Uh, Neil, you got to Sean, so I love that. Uh, <laughs> I I feel pretty good about my team, but it's got a couple weird idiosyncrasies to it. Um, you got Kenyon Drake. Your RB two is probably Mark Ingram to start, and then at some point Jonathan Taylor. It's one of those, but given how my team actually works, one of those guys might actually play flex. Okay. And then you've got Michael Thomas, Robert Woods, and Jarvis Landry. You got Shepard at a decent value. Yep. Brown and Cobb late. Noah Fant is your starting tight end. Very late for that. So, yeah, I think you came out pretty good. My bench I enjoyed as well because my bench, uh, Latavius Murray, Alexander Madison, and then I got three screaming values to end the draft, which I think actually kind of saved my – my team a little bit with Adrian Peterson, John Brown, and Randall Cobb. And especially having the bargaining chips of Latavius Murray and Alexander Madison in my pocket because somebody decided to take Chase Edmonds from me who will remain nameless, <laughs> Aiden. <laughs> and then I got auto-picked out of my other two handcuffs, so I pivoted to Jack's strategy of, okay, fine, well, I guess we're just going to take other people's Hello and everybody else's And that's the way that that broke down. I think I came out pretty well. Not Jack, great, pretty well. you got Tom Brady. Uh, and then you've got Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb with Fournette as your flex. Robust RB. OBJ, Stefan Diggs, and Marvin Jones at wide receiver. You've got Kirk and Rager as upside guys. Damian Harris, Antonio Gibson, Jarek McKinnon, Austin Hooper is your starting tight end. How do you feel about your team? Uh, pretty thrilled, obviously. I started at Robust RB, so I'm always happy whenever that ends up being able to happen. Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette. I don't know. I have top three top running backs. And right. I'm the only, only, only roster that went three running backs in the first couple of rounds. But then to get o, Odell and Stephon Diggs as my wide receiver one and two, 
big fan of that. Marvin Jones probably going to – he's going to be the guy to start the year, but the more reliable player by the end of the year will probably be Christian Kirk. So I like having that upside with Marvin Jones. Remember that four-touchdown game against the Vikings? That's the upside. Kirk is just going to be a target monster this year. And then with the bench, we've got the upside of Antonio Gibson and Damian Harris, who could be the team's RB1 by the end of the season. Jalen Rager, who's already the wide receiver one, despite what Aiden will tell you. And then Jer- <laughs> Jarek McKinnon, keeping a candle lit for him. It, it's the 49ers offense, and y- investing in the l- least expensive running back there is always a good idea. So, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like it. I like it. Uh, Aiden, you got Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, and Adam Thielen. You've got Cam as your starting quarterback. Mike Gusecki is your tight end. Uh, David Johnson... And then your RB2 is Kareem Hunt or Swift, probably depending on where it is in the season. Maybe Chase Edmonds if something happens to, to Kenyon Drake or Philip Lindsay if something happens with Melvin Gordon. You've got some depth and wide receiver on the bench. How do you feel you came out of this draft? I feel great about my team. I love this team. Um, again, full PPR, three wide receivers. I feel like I have the best wide receivers in the room. With Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, Adam I mean, you Thielen. can feel that way. You can feel that I would uh, disagree, but you can feel that no, way. No, no. These guys are – I have them all as wide receiver ones in full PPR, um, especially Julio Jones and Chris Godwin, I think, have monster upside as well as being models of consistency. Uh, same with Adam, uh, Adam Thielen. I was a little worried about my running backs. I, I'm a big fan of David Johnson this year. Um but my running back, too, felt a little weak with Kareem Hunt. But I think for that one, my bench with Philip Lindsay and Chase Edmonds, these two are due to camp reports. Um, I'm not, I don't really listen to the rosy side of, of camp because everyone is doing an amazing job. But Melvin Gordon has been struggling, and Philip Lindsay is pretty good, pretty efficient, so I think he'll have a role there. Chase Edmonds, someone who I think is going to be splitting more time with Kenyon Drake than other people do. So I think that Chase Edmonds has flex appeal, potential RB2 upside with how many plays I think that team is going to run, even with even without an injury to Kenyon Drake. Um, and then, of course, I have Joshua Kelly as my last, uh, my last uh, skill position player. I think Joshua Kelly is the between-the-tackles guy in, in uh, LA, which is going to give me some sort of value. I think he's got upside for more. And, yeah, my receiver depth is amazing with high upside plays like Paris Campbell, Deshaun Jackson, Manny Sanders. Love this team. Cut your tight end, it sucks. (laughs) 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 All right, Neil, where can can the people find you on the socials? You can argue with me on the Fantasy Life app, Twitter, (laughs) and soon-to-be Reddit at nonsense underscore Neil. And – Check out all the awesome tools that we uploaded for Draft Weekend to the Important Nonsense website. Uh, And if you're looking to make some preseason trades, uh, check out the trade table that just went up on Friday. Uh, Jack, go ahead. Where can I find you? You can find me on all of the socials at Javanaugh87. Thanks for tuning in. This was an absolute blast. Uh, Aiden, where can they find you on the socials? You can find me at FantasyAware on the fantasy life app you can also find me on ff aware on twitter i'd be happy to argue with you about juju smith schuster right on over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jordan where can they find you you can find me on twitter at donald mcjordan and you can find me on the fantasy life app with the same name at donald mcjordan uh you can find me at nonsense underscore steve of course follow the site 
everywhere twitter facebook fantasy life all that at nonsense ff uh thank you for watching and joining us for this if you didn't watch along through the youtube channel and you're just listening on the podcast go back watch the youtube video make sure you like subscribe all that fun stuff hit the bell so you see everything yes jack's blowing you kisses and you can only see that if you're watching it on the youtube channel so <laughs> it'll really um, help fill in the blanks for the podcast exactly you exactly. watch this one with the youtube <laughs> companion it'll really help uh, so uh until next time just keep up the nonsense music for this podcast is provided by lee rosevere I'm Tim Kitzer from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz, and you can find all the guys at importantnonsense.com. Kaboom!